0: Vague nightmare images began to take shape in George's mind, unworthy suspicions based on his sister's information the evening before. But with Foljambi keeping guard over the Queen Anne Porringer, there was nothing more to fear, and he followed Lucia, her silver cord with tassels gently swinging as she moved, to the smoking parlour, where Peppino was already sitting on the floor and breathing in a rather more agitated manner than was usual with the advanced class. There were fresh flowers on the table, and the scented morning breeze blew in from the garden. According to custom they all sat down, and waited, and waited, getting calmer and more peaceful every moment. Soon there would be the tapping of slippered heels on the walk of broken paving-stones outside, and for the time they would forget all these disturbances but they were all rather glad that Lucia was to ask the Guru to give them a shorter lesson than usual. They waited. Presently, the hands of the Cromwellian timepiece, which was the nearest approach to an Elizabethan clock that Lucia had been able at present to obtain, pointed to a quarter past ten. My Guru is a little late, said she. Two minutes afterwards, Peppino sneezed. Two minutes after that, Daisy spoke, using irony. ''Would it not be well to see what has happened to your guru, dear?'' she asked. ''Have you seen your guru this morning?'' ''No, dear,'' said Lucia, not opening her eyes, for she was concentrating. ''He always meditates before a class.'' ''So do I,'' said Daisy, ''but I have meditated long enough.'' ''Hush,'' said Lucia, ''he is coming.'' That proved to be a false alarm, for it was nothing but Lucia's Persian cat, who had a quarrel with some dead laurel leaves. Lucia rose. I don't like to interrupt him, she said, but time is getting on. She left the smoking parlour with the slow, supple walk that she adopted when she wore her teacher's robes. Before many seconds had passed, she came back more quickly and with no suppleness. His door is locked, she said, and there's no key in it. Did you look through the keyhole, Lucia Mia? asked Mrs Quantock, with irrepressible irony. Naturally, Lucia disregarded this. I knocked, she said, and there was no reply. I said, Master, we are waiting, and he didn't answer. Suddenly, Georgie spoke as with the report of a cork flying out of a bottle. My sisters told me last night that he was the curry cook at the Calcutta restaurant, he said. They recognised him, and they thought he recognised them. He comes from Madras and is no more a Brahmin than Foljambi.